0: What's up, anchor Kaylee Chella, checking back in with today's top stories. <music> the Secret Service says a man shot himself to death Saturday as he stood near the fence along the north side of the White House. President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump were in Florida at the time. The White House says Trump has been briefed on the shooting. Authorities are still seeking to notify the man's relatives and have not yet been able to release his name. Speaking for the Secret Service, Mason F. Brayman says the man approached the fence shortly before noon and fired several rounds from a handgun. Brayman says none of the shots appear to have been directed towards the White House. Secret Service officers set up a perimeter around the White House grounds Saturday afternoon, limiting access and rerouting tourists as they conducted an investigation. They crowded around the White House conference table this past week. That is, lawmakers from California, Connecticut, Texas, and Florida, eager to share their state's painful experience with gun violence. One key state was not represented. No one from Nevada, home to the deadliest shooting in modern U.S. history just five months ago, attended the televised discussion with the president. But in the politics of gun control, even those who say the least have considerable sway. Despite a clamor for action in the wake of the Florida school shooting, a powerful group of vulnerable lawmakers, both Republicans and Democrats, have pointedly avoided the national conversation about guns. They often choose strategic silence rather than get crosswise with the National Rifle Association's diehard supporters on the right or the growing movement of passionate common-sense gun reform advocates on the left. The office of Nevada's senior senator, Republican Dean Heller, would not say why he didn't attend the White House meeting. Heller, who is facing a tough reelection fight, has avoided the spotlight in the subsequent days as well, declining to address specifics about his positions on gun legislation. The state's Democratic Senator Catherine Cortez Mastro and its three Democratic representatives also did not attend. Heller spokeswoman Megan Taylor declined to say whether the senator supported universal background checks, raising the age for gun purchases to 21 or provisions to ban high-capacity magazines and assault rifles, all ideas tossed out by lawmakers or President Trump in recent days. Heller has signed on to legislation known as Fix NICS, a modest measure supported by the NRA and intended to encourage better participation in the National Instant Criminal Background Check System. It was one of the few gun bills to find bipartisan support and appeared poised to move ahead, only to be sidelined. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, a Kentucky Republican who has said little about the gun debate in recent days, said on Thursday that no gun-related legislation would be heard in the coming week. Without this silent majority's support, there is little chance for significant gun control legislation to become federal law, no matter how loud the outcry from high school students and others who are pushing for action. Republicans in Congress have learned to ignore President Trump's policy whims, knowing whatever he says one day on guns, immigration, or other complicated issues could very well change by the next. But Trump's decision to seek steep tariffs on steel and aluminum imports has provoked rarely seen urgency among Republicans, now scrambling to convince the president that he would spark a trade war that could stall the economy's recent gains if he doesn't reverse course. The issue pits Trump's populist promises to his voters against the party's free trade orthodoxy in the interests of business leaders. Unlike recent immigration and gun policy changes that require legislation, Trump can alter trade policy by executive action. That intensifies the pressure on Republican lawmakers to change his mind before he gives his final approval for the penalties as early as this coming week. Trump on Saturday showed no sign of backing away, threatening on Twitter to impose a tax on cars made in Europe if the European Union responds to the tariffs by taxing American goods. He also railed about, quote-unquote, very stupid trade deals by earlier administrations and said other countries, quote, laugh at what fools our leaders have been. No more. House Speaker Paul Ryan called Trump after the President's surprise announcement and continues to hope the White House will reconsider the decision. Five people have died from falling trees amid a fierce winter storm pounding the East Coast. An 11-year-old boy in New York was killed when a tree crashed through his house in New York Putnam County shortly after noon Friday. A six-year-old Virginia boy and adults in Virginia, Rhode Island, and Maryland also died Friday due to fallen trees or tree limbs. Meanwhile, police in New York reported that several barges broke loose in the Hudson River during the storm. The Coast Guard and the New York City Fire Department, as well as commercial tugs, responded. That's it for me. This is Kaylee Chella reporting with Anchor. Have a happy Saturday, and I will see you tomorrow.